Hello, everybody. We're Gloria and Kenneth Copeland, and this is the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. Somebody ought to shout amen. Amen. <laughs> Woo, glory to God. Happy New Year, everybody. Praise God. Amen. 2020. How good is that, girl? Is it going to be a good one? Oh, Lord. Amen. Okay. Yes, ma'am. We're going to talk about it, too. Oh, good. That'll be exciting. Father, we thank you today in the name of Jesus. Oh, you're so good to us. And your mercy endures forever. Thank God. Oh, you know what, guys? I remember... You know, when I was a scripturally illiterate, and Gloria and I got born again, and and, and I didn't know anything about and the word. Then we were just illiterate. And <laughs> <laughs> don't, but yeah. I'm kidding. That woman you gave me, <laughs> thank you for her, <laughs> saved my life. <laughs> anyway, well, what was I telling? I don't know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I thought, man, alive. I mean, the, you know, the way I lived before I got saved and all. I just, oh man, I don't know. I, I just, oh, and I found that scripture. God, Jesus died for the ungodly. I thought, man, I qualified. <laughs> I, I read it. I thought, Glory to God. And then just just a short time after that, because I'm still there to or you, and I'm I'm finding all these scriptures that said His mercy endures forever. I said, Ah, gave me. <laughs> Amen. His mercy endures forever. Acts chapter two, please. Okay. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We do give you praise and honor yes. today. Yes. We pray over this wonderful year that's ahead of us. In Jesus' name. For the best year. Very first verse. When the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. Suddenly. Oh, that's the way the Spirit of God moved. Don't you love it? Sometimes just go through the New Testament and look at all the suddenlies. We need some suddenlies today. Hallelujah. Suddenly there came a sound from heaven. As of a rushing mighty wind. It was not a rushing mighty wind. Now, there's been manifestations of it that I've heard testified, particularly one or two I'm thinking about right now, that, it, that I mean, the wind was there with it. and um, But it was a sound from heaven. As of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire. And it, make a little note there, he sat on them. Now, you see little pictures of this little, uh, you know, this little big lighter flame right here? Forget that. That wasn't what was happening. The glory fell. And filled that place where they were sitting. And the fire himself sat on them. Think about the fire in the first covenant in the wilderness. The pillar 
of fire by night, the cloud by day. Now you remember Moses just butted in on God and said, I want to see your glory. <laughs> well, he said, I'm not, I'm not going to let you look at me. And he put him up under a rock. But see, he's not a born again man. Nobody was, nobody's spirit was recreated until after Jesus was glorified. Seated at the right hand of the Father. Glory to God. Well, I, I wanted to make the comparison there. This is rich. You'll love this. What Had God just grabbed Adam and hugged him, he'd have burned him to a crisp. The very pureness of holiness to take hold of sinful flesh. He, he couldn't. No, no. That, that, that connection couldn't be made. And I won't go into all of it, but, but, but God, he said, I'll only let you look at my backside. So, now, look at the difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament. Old Covenant, New, te- old, uh, uh, new Covenant. When the Spirit of God came on them in the Old Covenant, came in them in the New Covenant. Huh? You see the difference? Glory to God. He came on them and He sat on them. (laughs) I mean, glory to God. He sat on them and was infused into them. You could say they became God-proofed. Yeah, yeah, that's excellent, yeah. So he could, they could come in. Oh, absolutely. And because they had been made new creatures in Christ Jesus. Praise God. It's All wonderful, isn't it? Yeah. Everybody in this room are new creatures. Glory to God. And those of you in the television audience, if you're not, fix it right now. Just say, Jesus, come into my heart. I repent, take my life, do something with it. Now go ahead, Brother Copeland. <laughs> It's that easy. That's right. The shortest prayer in the New Testament was was, uh, uh, Saul of Tarsus. Lord, I did it. And it will change your life forever. Forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Praise God. Amen. Let's get back in. All right. It, It filled all the house where they were sitting. There appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and he sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues. Now, now let's, let's take hold of something here. I know everyone here in the audience knows this, but for the benefit of you in the TV audience, I want you to notice them. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost and what's the understood subject of the sentence? They. They. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them the utterance. The Holy Spirit is not speaking in tongues through you or through me. He doesn't speak in tongues. He don't need to speak in tongues. He's giving us the utterance and we do the speaking. Now, this is good for those that have never received because he, I, I've, I've run across this and said, well, Brother Copeland, I'm just waiting for the Spirit of God to say something. Mm. Well, he's not going to say anything. He needs your voice. Yes. Yes. 
Amen. And you do it in faith. Well, I might say the wrong thing. Well, you weren't all that concerned about saying the wrong thing when you were cussing. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. And when you're coming towards God, you think, don't you be saying that in my presence. No, that's the devil. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Just open your mouth. And it'll let your mouth say whatever it wants to say. And don't stand there with a frown on your face working at it. No, this is a joyful thing. There wasn't anybody in there saying, oh, fill me, God. Oh, fill me, God. (laughs) They didn't know what was going to happen. And when it did, they got got so happy they got drunk, man. Hey. (laughs) Bunch of drunks on the spirit of God. (laughs) Hallelujah. Where was I when I started that? And there were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews, devout men out of every nation under heaven. Now, let's, let's, uh, well, I'll go on. Now, when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together, and they were confounded because that the, every man heard them speak in his own language. It does not say they spoke in their languages. It says they heard it. They heard it in their own languages. This is this this big news. This this very important news in 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 spiritual law and and the way these things work. Now that does happen, but not very often. It does occasionally. Uh, a couple of years ago, our kids were down in South America, and they were witnessing to people, and they were in the. They, they, I mean, I mean, they, they in the, they in the deep woods, brother. <laughs> you know, they're in, in in some really back area, jungle type areas, and somehow these two guys got separated from their interpreter, and they're trying to talk to this woman, and then they. they, they, they I, I don't know yet how they ever got through to her. But anyway, they, they finally got where they were talking about Jesus and she, she caught on and, and, and she accepted Jesus as her Lord and Savior. And of course, they'd been hearing the interpreter, you know, talk about it and, and there was enough there to get. And, 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 and they, they prayed for her to receive, uh, the Holy Spirit. And all of a sudden, she just started praising God in fluent English. Now, that's very unusual, but it happened. Amen. I've, I've had an experience along this line um, a, a, a bit where I, I would be ministering uh, and to someone. And, well, let, let me, I, I can tell you this. That you'll, you'll love this. Gloria and I were in the Philippines. And, uh, of course, I'm preaching in English, and I have a, uh, an interpreter in Tagalog. Now, <laughs> the, the young people all speak English because it's required in school. The older folks don't. 
Well, this this woman testified later. She's one of our partners and loved this ministry and so forth. And she's sitting next to her mother and she's interpreting for her mother. And her mother said, would you be quiet? I'm trying to listen to him. She said, Mama, he don't speak to God. He certainly does. I'm understanding every word he says. Ha, ha, ha. That's good. Isn't that good? Yeah. It was a miracle on her hearing, yeah. not a miracle on my speaking. Right. Anyway, let's go ahead. Mm-hmm. And they named all the people that they came from and so forth. Let's go down to verse 11. Cretes and Arabians, we do hear them speak in our tongues the wonderful works of God. They were all amazed and were in doubt, saying one to another, What does this mean? Others mocking says, These men are full of new wine. Now, here's where I want to go. Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said unto them, You men of Judea, and all ye that dwelt. Now, I want you to notice something here. Now, there were 120 people in that room. Peter stood up with the eleven. All 11 of them came forth. Isn't that good? Amen. Judas is dead and gone. Hallelujah. Peter, standing up with the 11, lifted up his voice and said unto them, Ye men of Judea and all ye that dwell in Jerusalem, be this known unto you and hearken to my words. For these are not drunken as you suppose, seeing it is but the third hour of the day. It's nine o'clock in the morning. But this is that which Joel was, which was spoken by the prophet Joel. Now here it is. It shall come to pass in the last days, saith the Lord, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams, and on my servants and on my handmaidens I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy, and I will show wonders in heaven above and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before that great and notable day of the Lord shall come and it'll come to pass that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Praise God. Praise God. Now, I was praying months ago about the year 2020. And, uh, and I heard the Lord say, this will be the year when that prophetic utterance will come to pass in in uh share that to me again Lord in great manifestation visions and dreams not only in ministers and ministries but Visions and dreams in the lives of born-again people. Visions and dreams in in the lives of business people. Business uh, Visions and dreams will begin to take place in, in, in ministries that have never had a prophetic dream in their life. 
And, and you don't have to be a prophet to have this. That's, right. That's, right. That's just part of the prophet's uh, privilege. But that, no, he didn't say anything about that. He just said young men and old men. Right. <laughs> Amen. Right. Hallelujah. Well, that means young women and old women too. I'm talking about mankind. Glory to God. I'm talking about born again people of God. Hallelujah. And the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Now, um, let's go back. We talked about last week, the intercessors, the prayers. Let's go back over to the gospel of Luke. Now, this, of course, was in, in connection with the birth of Jesus and had to do um, well, it, during the time, the, the eighth day when he was, when he was circumcised and, and when, he was, when he was dedicated to God. Mm-hmm. Now, nobody else, nobody else knew really who he was. Now, we look back on it and we know things. We see things. Mm -hmm. But it just said Mary pondered these things in her heart. She didn't understand what all that meant, but but she, she kept thinking about it and pondering it. Joseph didn't know. They're they're still thinking about it, and one, I mean, this is just a little eight day old baby, and and all of these things. But let's go back over here now, in uh, Luke chapter two, and we'll we'll look in the twenty fifth verse. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And the same man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation, waiting for the Messiah of Israel. And the Holy Ghost was upon him. And it was revealed. Look at revealed. See that? Revealed. This revelation knowledge. What is revelation knowledge? It's not, it's not knowledge about the book of Revelation. Right. It can be. Revealed knowledge that didn't come through the mind. Right. Um, intellectual knowledge is handed down knowledge. Now, you can get a revelation from that. But if we're talking about the Word of God and receiving revelation and insight in, into the Bible, in, in, into what God is saying. And this is what happened to him. Revealed to him that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's anointed, the Lord's Messiah. And he came by the Spirit. He, the, the, the Spirit of God told him, you go over there. Now, he's an intercessor. He prays all the time. And the Spirit of God came up in him and said, you go over at the temple. Something happening over at the temple. So he goes. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him for the custom of the law, then took he him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, 
Now let us, thy servant, depart in peace according to thy word, for mine eyes have seen your salvation. Now come to verse 36. There was one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel, the tribe of Asher. She was of great age and had lived with a husband seven years from her virginity. And she was a widow of about four score and four years. So she was 91 years old. And she'd been praying for the last 84 years. She's prophetess. That's important. She didn't say Simeon was. He's not. It didn't say he's a prophet. She's a prophetess. Oh, that's big, isn't it? <laughs> Hallelujah. And tell me women are not. A, well, we won't get into that. <laughs> Serve God with fasting and prayers night and day. She coming in that instant. She she walked in there that the instant they they began. I'm telling you, she was right on time. And so was Simeon. The prayers, the intercessors knew what nobody else in that room knew, even his mother. And she coming in that instant gave thanks likewise unto the Lord. Now, the prayers, the ones that are interceding for the government, don't just know what the news people are saying. Uh, Gloria, Gloria conned a phrase years ago, and, and we put it in the Believer's Voice of Victor magazine. She said, and it's a column in there, news before it happens. Amen. I mean, that was back when it was just a little one-page George... Pastor George had just made a, a, a one-page uh, letter out of it, and it turned, it turned into the Victory magazine. Anyway, but it, it's the prayers that know. It's the ones that intercede for the nation that, that get insight to what's going to happen and what is happening right now. It's literally like being behind the scenes in the Spirit. But you can't get there praying on the run. Doesn't happen like that. That's right. Amen. I mean, you, you, you know, driving while you're driving down the road, going to work in your car. Well, that's good. You ought to be doing that. You sure don't need to be listening to some kind of trash on the radio. That's right. Well, I mean, don't don't be doing that anyway. Take your CDs with you and get something. Get you a Bible education while you're going going to work. Build your faith on the way to work. But your prayer time should be should should be in that place in the spirit, and we're out of time. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.